Ah. Hey, man, what's going on? Hey, man. We're back. We're back. <laughs> down um, to the wire. Down to the wire. We're recording this the day before. We're supposed so, to post a new episode. That means I have to edit it? Yeah. Well, okay. <clears throat> it means mm-hmm. we have to mm-hmm. re-record it because inevitably I'm going to mess something up in the computer. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then fix the video. It'll be fine. It'll, look, It'll be we fine. We look terrific. We are sporting brand new oh. Mythos Pedals t-shirts. Try and Show do some slanging. Try and do some slanging. I have the maroon uh, logo t-shirt on. What do you have on? And I have on the black 80s vibes. Wow. And it looks like like a like a the intro to like a school video. Makes me want to go to the arcade yeah. and get a hot dog on a stick. You want you hear something go pew and then you see this like pop up on the screen. And that's that's terrific. And you know, I have a cla- classic maroon, classic Easy, logo. Looks safe. nice. Makes me look slimming and buff, it, which you look so is very right important because now? now I don't have to, you when, know, try to get fit. When people come to the <laughs> when people come to see me <laughs> and, 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 and meet us, yeah. they'll go, "Oh man, Matthew's fatter man. in person than I remember." <laughs> My first, I haven't made a fat Matthew fat reference for a while. So. It's been a few episodes, so I, I I deserve to get one in there. One time, Jeremy, uh, the guitar hunter, mm-hmm. came. He came by the Novo shop. He did just yeah. to visit with me and see you guys too. But he said you're taller than I thought, and I was like, "Wow, I feel really good." I got right that. Now. I got that once before too. People mm-hmm. were like, "You're really tall." Yeah, I'm, I'm only five twelve. I didn't really think it was that big of a deal. You're above average in all every way. Hey, <laughs> hey, all so, right, okay. What are we doing today, Matthew? Okay, so I had, I had this thought. And we are not immune. Whoa, 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 whoa. I had a thought. You had a thought. <laughs> yes, dangerous when Matthew Timmons has a thought. But I had a thought because so much uh, gear comes out all the time, right? So much gear. Today. So much gear. Today, the new Ross pedals. Ross from JHS. From JHS. Our and friend. last week, we had, uh, this is what kind of triggered it, the new Halcyon Gold yeah. from Origin Effects came like, out. I like Origin. I don't know why they named it the same thing as the... Tube Screamer, just change the color. Be careful. Uh, People are going to come at you in the comments for being negative. <laughs> I'm, that's the point of this episode. I, I said that for a reason. But what I was going to say was, is that so much stuff comes out and everybody gets really excited. Yeah. And it's, it is because these are reputable companies doing uh, more gear. So you know there's uh, going to be a pretty good chance that they're good. When we come out with a new pedal, there's a lot of hubbub and people are excited. Oh, man. And we, we really like that. And it got me to thinking... Where's all the bad gear? When's the last time somebody announced something? Everyone's like, "There's a big wet fart." Uh, <laughs> because, because I think wet farts happen. I, I don't think a wet fart means it's bad, but I think we'll, we'll get, get the, okay. Well, we'll get into that. But what I was saying is that, like, you know, there's a, that 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 idea that this wet fart the, analogy that there's the 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 golden age of gear that we're in. That's something I hear a lot, and I was just thinking, uh, you know. You know, where is the bad gear? Is there stuff that's bad out there? What's And it kind of drove me down to kind of just think about this. Right. And think like, again, and maybe I'm going to make you sing it, where has all the bad gear where gone? Where has all the bad gear gone? There well, Paul Cole for you this morning. We had to look that up. We, <laughs> you go to breaking the illusion. Everyone <laughs> think I'm like the smartest uh, music man alive. You're so, pretty smart. Okay, so first off, yeah, I think that we should try to define what's what somebody would describe as bad gear. Bad gear. Karate chop. Why don't you go chop. ahead and uh, and lay it out for us? Sounds bad. Sounds bad. Looks bad. Looks bad. Plays bad. Plays bad. Or. In, the, in in the, in certain camps, it's too expensive. Okay, so that that's sort of I think the the categories that someone would say that that gear is bad. Yeah. Hopefully, you're not any of those things, and most of the stuff that we see, you know, might be under the category of looks bad or is too expensive. Who's not those things? What do you mean? You said hopefully you're not any of those things. We're none of those things. Oh, no oh, one thinks that we're none of those things. Weird. Hopefully, yes. Okay. That it sounds bad. I <laughs> thought you were saying you hope that they are not. Those things saying that, would, that the listeners are. Yeah, I would are bad gear smells bad. <laughs> if that was, <laughs> hey, having been, we know we've been to Nam. Yeah, everyone. Before you go to any event, take a shower, <laughs> and that's including Rub us. A little, that's, that's, that's including put us. Put a little deodorant. It can on get there. a little. It can get a little. Uh, well, it's rough I, and ready. I think. <laughs> I think we get a, a pass because we're Why? there working. That's true. And sometimes you just I get, stand. And I stink. get so stinky. You just it's stand just, and it's stink. just nasty. Okay, but, so sounds bad, 
plays bad, looks bad, it's too expensive, right? Mm-hmm. When everybody comes out with new gear, all I see, you know, I see so many positive comments and people are so excited. And you see YouTube reviews, you see Instagram stuff, and it's all just one big, you know, love fest. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so when where where's all the crap? Uh, it gets deleted. Oh, okay. So what? Okay, so you're a you're a business owner. Yeah, you have gear that you make. Yeah, you send it to people. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do let's peel back the curtain a little bit Ooh. and say like, how does that work for you? Like, what is your expectation? Are you only sending gear out to people that you know are going to like it? Or have you had instances where guys like I can't review this because it's not my thing? Like, give us a little insight on this, what? and then we'll dive into the whole idea of like like good gear, bad gear, and sort of how the the landscape is and i don't want to talk over you so well (laughs) i do think that for me i've only ever sent stuff to people i liked and like friends like friends and i've paid for very little demo stuff and and admittedly we don't have that many demos out there yeah Uh, we don't i I pay rj when he yes forces me to like or or or, or when i force him to take yes, it yes the other way around because yes. he's usually like eh, and i'm like no 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 like you know I, I if you if you're doing work you deserve to be paid that's correct but um more often than not i'm just trying to make connections with people and mm-hmm. if that that friendship blossoms into something more but yeah i'm not going to send something to someone that i don't if i don't think it'll fit with what they're trying to do yes. or i don't personally connect with their mm-hmm. their way of, of presenting things and mm-hmm. that's not that's not always necessarily a, a dig on a presenter's um like person it's just everyone has their yeah. own shtick mm-hmm. and sometimes you know you, the idea that you have to like everything and everybody is is well you, I, I like everybody but i don't <laughs> like everybody's thing and that's okay and i and i and i, I think to your point you know, I think that you know, as a business owner, you want the pedals to reflect like how you feel they should be used and how you feel they should be sounded, mm-hmm. right? And what you got there? <laughs> some, some, got some Taco Bell. A uh, nice. And I think that that's there's no there's no uh, wrong answer there when it comes to that. Like you're all yeah. you're doing, and now you know that I'm here, and all we want to do is like, who could we send this to that is going to do a demo that we enjoy to watch, right? And that we think will do justice to the sound mm-hmm. and the feature set of what we're trying to do. So that's probably what everybody is doing. Oh yeah, and right, and I I it was half joking when I said yeah. you don't see negative stuff because that gets deleted, but that's I mean. It's true. Like I, I, I know that I have had people get on Instagram or YouTube mm-hmm. and just be f- flat out assholes, and you know, like criticism I can take. I, I can yeah. totally take it. it. It was really hard in the beginning to say like, "Hey, I don't like this." Even that feels like a, a jab in the heart. Yeah. But people who are being flat out mean, you just delete it or you hide them. Well, that's and so that's kind of how I want to structure today, which is, you know, does anybody else feel the same way that I do? That it's it's difficult to find instances where people talk about gear that that is bad, yeah. And wondering what's actually if is everything good out there? Is there bad stuff? Are we afraid to talk about stuff being bad and yeah. sort of go down the list? So I wanted to structure this a little bit, okay. On the argument, let's 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 go with the argument that there is no bad gear, right? Yeah. Okay. And you're like, <laughs> eh, I don't know about that, Buster Brown. And then we'll to okay. Let's talk the argument. Actually, bad gear is everywhere. Yeah. And, and then let's let's talk a little bit in between. Okay. Of those two camps. So sure. before we get into that, like, what is you? Well, I want your top line answer for this. Like, uh-huh. like gear good is all gear good? Is there a lot of bad gear out there? Like, what's your take on just sort of the the modern gear landscape? There's more good than bad now. Yes. But. I think that we are coming out of the high that we were in where everything was it was hard to find anything bad. Okay. I think for a few years everything was just going up and up and up and you could find all sorts of stuff in any price range and go, mm-hmm. "Hey, this is awesome." Yeah. And I'm totally down to play or use whatever yeah, this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like that plateaued. Okay, and we're coming back down off of that. And and do you have a, a a reason why you think we're coming back down? COVID. Okay, and the reason I say that is because production, because the the guitar world we all know exploded, mm-hmm. and that put every manufacturer 
into a place where they had to decide how to fill these orders yeah. and make more guitars. And I yeah. think because of that, we're starting we 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 are seeing the the repercussions of that of, in of certain un, lands. Un unmetered growth. Yes. Unmeasured, but, whatever that means. Yeah. You know what I meant. <laughs> Unpetered growth. Unpetered growth. Unme- I don't know. I was saying stuff. But I, I do think yeah. I, there's more good than bad. And and yeah. and more so than there has And ever we'll get been. into like again, I think the most interesting part about this argument is what what people mean by bad. Yeah. And we'll get into that. So let's just pretend here that we're gonna make all the arguments for why all gear is good and okay. see how much you agree with. This is me just riffing here. I Leave want to in see the comment section. How much you agree with. Okay. Gear is as high quality as it's ever been. People know how to make gear. Yeah. It's as high quality as it's ever been. Do you agree I, with that or, or Yeah, you, I guess so, yeah. The consistency, uh, you know, manufacturing wise. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Good. All right. Tons of incredible bands, brands, sorry, of guitars, amps, and pedals at every price range. You just said that. Yes. So I think you agree with that. Oh, yeah. So here's where it gets interesting. Uh-huh. Can't survive in an online world filled with message boards and comment sections if your shit sucks. So the stuff we know about is good. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's unpack that for a second. Yeah. Because I think that, to me, is my crux argument for why we don't hear about anything bad is because actually the the internet is it will wade through and kicks out all the shitty stuff sure because yeah. it's just hard to get over if something was legitimately bad not it's not for me i'm talking about like bad bad like yeah. someone made a shitty product i'll yeah. try, i'll try to stop saying shit <laughs> <laughs> so. well it's it's hard cuz i do think that because of all these these communities that, mm-hmm. that people exist in <clears throat> yeah. Be it Facebook, your page, Instagram, whatever. Yes, yes. Um, YouTube. A lot of things that that are bad or have been considered bad have definitely been pushed away and fallen yeah. by the wayside. Yeah, but yeah. I do think that at the same time, those communities will still embolden things that were really good that have fallen. Okay, in my experience, and they still try to 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 hold up these. Certain brands, certain models, certain things that have have, have lost its luster. That have, yeah, that that their standard has fallen. And immensely. would you and would you categorize that as a, like a quality control sort of situation yeah. where yeah. it's like because I think that's the interesting part about the arguments of what I'm getting at, which is that when you don't hear about stuff like that about people talking negatively about a brand or a product, that you don't hear about it because you know either it's like a critical thing where people are like, well, you know. I can get it set up myself, or I could sure. do this, or I could do that, and that's okay. And you know, you kind of have to get your hands on it mm-hmm. in order to like kind of make that assessment. And so it might be that there's still a wash of goodwill until like more and more people actually get their hands on something. Well, I, it's one of those things that I've I've always said that you have to play as much stuff as possible. Mm-hmm. The reason why people argue against tone wood or anything uh, gibson's quality control any of these things that people will mm. just die on hills for is because they just haven't gone and played those things and have continued to yeah. because you cannot say that everything's good now better than it was if you haven't gone and actually, and actually tried played. anything yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and to that end you can't assume that once or because a company was doing well yeah. that they are still well and i do think there are exceptions to that rule i think pedals are a little bit different. It's hard to sort of... It's hard to mess it up. Yes. Um, I think it's that not, our, in our world, the yeah. quality, unless, you know, if somebody, if there was a pedal manufacturer that had a high, you know, failure rate with their stuff, I think yeah. we would know about it. And I think people would talk about it and it would be like, you know, the dealers would stop stocking it. Yeah. It would be a huge pain in the ass. And and a lot of times there, there are so many things that are outside mm-hmm. our control. Even if, yeah. if we went to the best parts supplier... Or even direct to manufacturers buying components. Yeah. Sometimes components just are bad. Yeah. And that's, you know, just the fault of whoever was operating the machine that day, or maybe just, you know, the machine was broken or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we we you always have to frame all of this in in some sort of reference of what exists right now mm-hmm. and not it's the same thing with the the price argument stuff. Yes, yes. Um, you, you you still have to go and try everything as often as you can, and that's something that I and we enjoy doing. I love going to oh, stores and just grabbing everything fun. because yeah. how do you know? 
you don't know. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think that to your argument that there could be, you know, brands out there where the quality has fallen off and it takes a long time for that to sort of bubble up to the surface. I feel like if we're mostly some... talking about guitars here. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I mean, when you're talking about the quality angle, I think a pedal manufacturer could come out with a pedal that doesn't sound good. Oh, yeah. But that's like, and that's another. That could be sort a creative of, choice. And that could be a creative choice. <laughs> yes. yes. And that is why that part of it is so difficult to assign bad. And mm -hmm. that's why I find this topic really interesting. Right. To think about it in a way of like, you know, when it was 40 or 50 years ago and you were going to buy stuff, was there stuff that was like, oh, you didn't buy that because that wasn't, that wasn't good. Right. And then that might be because Josh Scott talks about it. Everybody's favorite new pedal that is thousands of dollars on on reverb right. because it does something kind of cool and funky and different. And so that part of the argument is really difficult. So, yeah, if you want to say we're really talking about guitars, mm -hmm. and we're talking about build quality. Yeah. And we're talking about like, you know, tone wood choices and pickups and this, you know, we could, you know, you could. I like to co try to cover everything, but it's probably. Yeah. It's I mean, probably it's, guitars. it's really just guitars because I think amps have gotten so much better. Pedals are obviously better, yeah. and and the you know the cheaper they are, there's, I don't know. Anyway, so that was my last point. Decades of people figuring this out. I think to you, you just brought it up without even me saying it, which is that pedals and amps have gotten really good because I think people just know how to make them. Yeah, know how to make them consistently. Know how to make them hold up. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not talking about like, well, that one sounds really good, but it's gonna fall apart on you. It's like right. people are really good at that. So where guitars is where that part of it gets really interesting. Right. Yeah, and I think that was the thing all through the pandemic where we we saw this influx of orders and people were just trying to keep up and they were letting things out if it was good enough. And mm. and I, I mean, I have examples of stuff that, that we got that up until a few years ago, people would bite you tooth and nail to say, no, those are good. All of them are good. Yeah. And we got some that, not good. Which is not good. And and it's well, the, and the interesting part about this, and I think this is coming up on our next like part of our argument, which mm -hmm. is that like like who are the people out there that can talk honestly about that? Right. You know, because what you and that's where we'll say, okay, let's let's jump to the next topic. So I yeah. can try to keep a little organized, except you know, I, my brain's just firing all over the place because <laughs> I have so much to say. It's like there's pop rocks in there. <laughs> Bad gear is actually everywhere argument. And I think that's where it comes down to the, the medium that we find ourselves in. Yes. Which is that, you know, who are going to be the people? Because most YouTubers and Instagram people have been sent the gear by the manufacturer. Mm -hmm. So if they want to uh, keep a good relationship with them, they're going to talk about it in the most uh, the kindest term possible, which is what are <laughs> right. the applications that make this piece of gear worthwhile? Sure. And then you've got people that are sent gear by like Sweetwater. So it's yep. a, it's not only manufacturer but also someone that's selling the gear. Right. So they want to to sell the gear at their store. Mm -hmm. So who are who's out there? Who are the truth tellers? And not truth tellers in the sense that are like that's their shtick is to get yeah. hate clicks, but are like <laughs> just reviewing gear and could say whatever they want because that's where I think we would find. And I think that that's what we're missing here mm -hmm. is somebody that would take a pedal, even one of ours. Yeah, and would say you know, you know, because we send anything to RJ, it's going to sound good, right? And yeah. he's our friend, and he's going to make a really good video and make it sound really good. But maybe there's something about a pedal that we make that sucks. Yeah, maybe, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, nice. So that's where it gets interesting. Who who are the people out there? Who are the YouTubers? Who are the who are the writers? Who are who's out there that are you could go like I I trust this person that's going to give me an honest review. I, well, you know. Oddly enough, I think Anderton's is probably the most really harsh critic. I remember when even they... the stuff that they're stocking. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, okay. I've, I mean, that even in the height of me, that because Anderton's for a moment was the big biggest Mythos dealer for a long time, mm -hmm. um, due to the relationship with mm -hmm. Rob and with Lee and and everything, and and they they did so well, and I sent them the Positron Collider. Way back when. Yeah. Um, and Lee, Rob liked it, but Lee did not like it. And he just yeah. said, I don't get it. I don't like it. It, it. I don't like it. And it really hurt. But at the same time, it's like, you know, he's just being honest. And I appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah. once they got the, when they got the original cab clone from Mesa Boogie. Yeah. They bashed it. Yeah. Hard. 
but they were using it incorrectly and Mesa Mesa, oh. you know, subsequently sorted it all out. And they, I think they did it again, but the, they they tore it to shreds and posted that on YouTube, I mean, and it was an inventory item on their website. I mean, that's that's pretty baller. Yeah, right? but even though they were using it incorrectly, so. But Rhett, he he's honest because he he does okay. when he's doing gear stuff that is not, and he would say this. You know, we talked about it on mm-hmm. Deep Tone. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not sponsored by someone like Sweetwater or something, uh, more often than not, he just gets sent things and, and he says, look, you know, you don't pay me for anything and there's no pressure for me to use it. Yeah, I'm just going to have it. And if it fits in something, I'll use mm-hmm. it and I'll be honest with about, about it. And you mm-hmm. have to accept that. Yeah. And most people go, sure. Uh, of course, some brands, and this is across the whole spectrum of, of yeah. YouTuber and influence, will say, these are your talking points. These are the things you have to say. Here's what you cannot say. But I know Rhett, um, love him or hate him, he is. He says, I'm going to be honest about this stuff. Yeah. And admittedly, the yeah. things he does with Sweetwater are not, you know, it, it's like the tears of a Telecaster. Or yeah, and I had PRS. a problem. And, and he, I had he a tore pro- the PRS thing apart. And but, I had a know. problem with his PRS reviews. Right. Which we could get but into, but at least he was being but honest, he was honest from with his how he felt about it. Perspective, and I think, but I think the the interesting part about that is, and let me let me run down some of my my uh, points here yes. about bad gears actually to kind of coalesce our thoughts here, because people tune in to l- watch me read something off a piece of paper. Ooh. All reviews are positive because influencers and YouTube culture don't like to say anything bad. Yes, they won't review things they don't like. Consumers need to flip their gear at some point. So they don't want to talk. So we're 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 part of the problem. We're too, guilty, right? Commenters get angry at any sense of negativity from reviewers. Mm-hmm. Let people play what they like. And I think truly. And then back in the day, we'll talk about magazine reviews in a second. But that's yeah. the point I want to kind of hit on here: is the commenters get angry. I think that we've yeah. we have both sides to this, right? You'll have people that'll say, "You guys are all paid shills." To love this stuff. Right. But then if you do say something critical, people will get on your ass fast. Yeah. And people don't like that. They're like, let people play what they like. Why do you have to say anything negative about this? So we go, it's 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 not to both sides everybody, but I do think that if you introduce any sort of criticism at all, you're gonna get that blowback. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's inevitable if you express any personal thought. <laughs> and, and at that point, like, why why is anyone watching this stuff anyway? If yeah. you're, you're just trying to reaffirm your own biases or, you know. Yes. Try not to have buyers. And I tried not to do that with Rhett because I got miffed at his PRS review. Miffed? And part of the reason I got miffed, and I'll tell him myself, and I've said this, is that I felt like that, like, you know, the way I understand the line is a little, you know, I'm, I'm, I have intimate knowledge of what PRS is trying to do. <laughs> very intimate what's knowledge what's what's up? what's up what's up i see you got a 10 top there um <laughs> and 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 so when i when i see somebody talking about it and it's clear that they're not 100 percent sure how it all works yeah i don't want to immediately go well their opinions completely but part of the problem in this case was that it had more to do with price and it yes. had more to do with you know uh, other factors and we weren't talking about necessarily whether the gear was good or not because i don't right. think rhett would have said any of those guitars were bad guitars. No. And so that's where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. To me, is that like what's out there? Is there, is, you know, and if, is Rhett going to do a review if someone sends him a guitar and it's bad? No. He's not going to do it. No. Because why, why would he do that? Unless it was, yeah. unless it was so egregious. Yeah. He's like, just I, so interestingly uh-huh. that. You know, I, the one <laughs> okay, thing that we okay, enjoy okay, okay. are the people that do review. Like the cheapest guitar on Amazon, like those those. But they they ain't hurting nobody. I know that's part of the problem. That's fun. It is fun. But I want to know what the people think out there. I want to see the comments just you know just lighting up the the the, the YouTube board about like do you guys want that? Do people missing that? Do they want somebody like an honest reviewer that's not doing it for hate clicks? That's not doing it to just just be a bitch. It's just like there's is, but it, it, you know, and that's where I start getting a little bit into the idea that I think most gear is actually pretty good because mm-hmm. I'm like, I think that would be a big lucrative thing to have on the internet if there was truly a lot of stuff that you could roast, but that the, you could be like that you were legitimate about that didn't come off as you being like a smug asshole who's just talking shit for clicks. <laughs> I think the thought of that is good, but in 
if you were trying to actualize that, yes, it would be so hard to monetize it because who's going to pay you? You have to get all the gear yourself. You, yeah, and the, or somebody it, has to send it to so you. So much money. Yeah, you're, so you, yeah, yeah. you would have to solely rely on ad revenue, which is uh-huh. yeah, is good, but it's not. Well, and, you, it, it, you you make way more working at McDonald's a year than you do just <laughs> off like one one million yes. video. So it would not behoove you at all to be there. There's no business model so of being the idea of saying, "Hey, so and so, will you send me this for review?" And they look you up and go, "No, but we'll sell it to you." You know. Yes, and this is not a new problem. No. I was going to bring this up earlier, but back in the day, if the only place that you had to rev- to read about gear reviews was was magazines yeah they're all going to be pretty nice because they want the ad revenue from the companies yeah yeah i mean that i've seen you know they will tick stuff for being you know maybe too expensive for what that's usually all that's that's usually always what it is or uh it features cumbersome or heavy guitars heavy or something like that um yeah amps too you know there's there's so many things you could you could complain about amps, you know, far as just the so I don't. Uh, and stuff. My point being that I don't necessarily think that the YouTuber culture is is causing some sort of new issue. I think it's just so prevalent because you know you'd read a couple reviews and it would be way later when the reviews actually would come out in you read Guitar World or Premier Guitar, or Guitarist Magazine, or something like that. And now we're inundated with stuff immediately. Yeah. but they're not reviews. They're, no, they're, they're demonstrations. Just, they're sound clips. They're demos. Yeah, yeah. And there's all. a difference. And I think that there is a difference. I think a lot of yeah. people will misconstrue a video example as a as a review. Mm-hmm. And I, guys like Pete Thorne, mm-hmm. he does a really good job explaining why he likes something. Yeah. But to that end, when has he ever? reviewed something that he doesn't like he doesn't do that because mm-hmm. why would he why would he invest all the time and energy making songs like mm-hmm. really well mm-hmm. thought out structured mm-hmm. musical arrangements for a piece of gear that he thinks is shitty like he just well wouldn't, you wouldn't, wouldn't you couldn't do it because you wouldn't be inspired to write anything no you would just be like this is this is not for me you just do what i do and use backing tracks and ugh. <laughs> Oh man! I, no, and I've been getting some heat. You, I've been bringing a little fire. I, I've been enjoying it. I'm always sitting in my office, and I hear like, "Man, that groove, that's hitting." It's really, it's really nice. It's, it's an enjoyable, <laughs> it's an enjoyable work environment for me. Um, so let's let's skip to the end here. Oh, the in between argument. Okay, so you know, it's it, in our world now. You usually have to go extreme on one side or the other. Well, I think but, that's the whole world right now. Right? That's that's how that works <laughs> in everybody's world. Let's talk about the in between. Good gear, bad gear. There's lots of everything in between. Yeah. All all the spectrum. No matter what anything sounds like, somebody will like it. Probably. Probably. More than likely. More than likely. Unless it's the Miles Kennedy signature beer. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm kidding. The I bet you like that it. thing sounds good. No, I'm sure it sounds right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, wow. That, but I feel like that, that was the last guitar that I remember in recent memory. Or last thing that people were like, ugh. Wolf City, USA. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that because that's on the sheet. Stop, okay. stop jumping over my. I didn't my, mean to. My Everything's bits here. bold. I can't read. I it. know. All right. People have no problem saying they don't like the way things look, or if they think they're overpriced. Yeah. So yeah. people will do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're when we're talking about trying to figure out where all the bad gear has gone. Plenty of people tell you, well, there's lots of bad gear that looks like shit. That looks mm-hmm. bad. That's overpriced, but you know, I think conceptually, I don't necessarily think that that means it's bad. It's no. just a personal preference. Yeah, I, I don't think if you think something, 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 <laughs> if you think something's ugly, no, if you think something is ugly, yes, it doesn't make it bad. It just makes it unattractive to you. Yes, and and that's why I wanted to include it on whether or not that counts as as bad geared people. Yeah, if they're like, I can't, I can't. And being uninterested is not. The same thing. Yeah, you're not. It's not. I because you could be the most beautiful guitar in the world, and you get it, and it's it, it plays like like poo. Yeah, and that can and happen. That totally happens. And that totally happens. And we've all had it happen. Day. Oh, it happens all the time. And then people have criticized Gibson and Fender build mm-hmm. quality all the time. Yeah, that's that, that's been a constant. And I don't think people worry about that as much because it's punching up. Mm-hmm. They're the biggest guys. Who they you know. Cesar going to come after you. No. You know what I mean? It's like, but you know, with the smaller brands, it's like people, it's personal relationships. It's a small industry. If there's any issue, you're usually going to reach out to the person and they'll probably fix it. It's an accident or something, you know, it's, it's, it's different. I've been in small, you know, 
manufacturing for a long time now and the quality and detail is usually unmatched yeah when it's you know and and things can happen accidents happen you know we've had to replace a knob here and there mm-hmm. it happens but you yeah. know for the big guys they're they're on a different agenda yeah and so it's a whole different ball game with them and i think people can come out and say i mean i remember seeing you know, with the uh, American vintage reissues that they just did, the, oh, the right. twos, there was a lot of criticism of those guys when they came out. Yep. There was build quality issues, and they didn't get a lot of details right on some stuff. And there's a lot, a lot of, of setup pe- issues. There's a lot of people that were disappointed. So that's a good argument that people are willing to go there. You know, maybe none of the reviewers did. I don't remember like the official like they sent me a guitar and I reviewed it. But there were some yeah. people that that got them and then they posted about it. I know that there were a few people that that. Like really got up in arms over the the American vintage stuff, and I'd kind of forgotten about that. Yeah, um, but it's interesting because yeah, it does. It doesn't seem to make sense to me why a company would go through great lengths to to tool up and make these models mm-hmm. and then <laughs> release them into the world, not set up, or furthermore, send them to people for yeah. review uh-huh. and not go. You know, we should probably check the the trust rod on this or something. Yeah, make, it, let's make sure that this one's tight. I feel like that's very strange and something that, that definitely happened in I, the whole argument against like Gibson. I think Gibson has really got out of that. They'll never outgrow that reputation. No, I don't think so, but I don't think it's true anymore. And I think a lot of the people that, that wage complaints against Gibson mm-hmm. are just existing. And I, and I think a lot of the internet is because it's just, it's easy to do this. We're existing in this bubble that we all got when we got into this stuff like 20 years ago. Yeah. And that's kind of the baseline for everything. And even then, like those like Gibson guitars, they weren't that bad. You know, yeah. you can't judge stuff by how it was hanging on the wall at Guitar Center. But can I say what gear disappointed me? Oh, absolutely. Can we get into that? We could totally talk about that. So I was trying to do a video course about upgrading guitars. I remember that. And it never saw the light of day. We might we might put the outtakes on Patreon one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should we have a Patreon? Comment below. Uh, but I ordered some guitars from Squire. And this was 21? It was last summer. Wasn't it? Yeah. Or it was 20, last summer. 2022? Yeah. yeah. And, man, they just sucked. Woof. They suck so bad. And you were trying to do a course on, you know, buying a, a an inexpensive guitar that could be upgraded yeah. by using some traditional sort of methods. That yeah. ever, And the guitars were kind of in such rough shape, it was, like, not worth it. They were just ass. And then we ended up buying another one uh, for one of Jeff's bandmates. Mm-hmm. And even it was just bad. And that's so strange because I have had classic vibes. Because mm-hmm. that's what I got. I got a classic vibe. And they were good. And I mm-hmm. feel like when they first came out for a couple of years, that was like the hottest. Good value. Yeah. yeah. If you needed a Telecaster, the first thing and mm-hmm. everyone said was classic vibe. And now I feel like people still say that. But mm-hmm. having played the ones I got and then other ones. Was too, that what you were referring to earlier? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just so bad. The, the neck pocket on the telly was not cut correctly. The pickups mm-hmm. just sounded wimpy. It's just, and I know this is growing pains and things happen. Yeah. But at the same time, it was so utterly disappointing to get a guitar that, in the back of my mind, and I think in the back of a lot of people's minds, everyone thinks, oh, that's a great guitar. That You're going to be happy with that. Yeah. Whereas I should have just got a, you know, a Pacifica or something from wow. Yamaha because Yamaha actually really does good QC. And, and, and to that end, I think Epiphone, too, mm-hmm. um, their quality control and their guitars that I've played in the past couple of years have been phenomenal. And those guitars are really good. Did you think that it was like, there was, it's been consistent enough with what you've seen with, with Squires mm-hmm. recently yeah, that I, you would have to say like that you would, wouldn't recommend them. I wouldn't for the past couple of years, every lower end fender and Squire mm. that I've played, I've just gone. Nope. I, I'm not going to bother. It's interesting. Yeah. Cause I think that there's, there's, I've always been sort of out on the idea of getting something that's a little more inexpensive and then upgrading it. 
mostly because I'm super lazy <laughs> and I would rather have a guitar that's finished. Um, right. And I'm not, and, but for someone that's interested in like modding and doing all that stuff, I see why that would be uh, appealing yeah, to yeah. people and people out there that could like want to be able to afford something that they need. Um, that's going to be, uh, you know, they, they need something for, for work. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, they need an instrument like that. And so it's, it's def- interesting. It's definitely, there's so many ways to go about it, but I do think that that's why I think we we kind of plateaued. Yeah. Because I, I I don't know that all inexpensive guitars are like this, but I do feel like with the bigger guys, they um like some stuff is just okay, yeah. and that's okay. That I mean that I I think that maybe that's a better thing to say that there's not as much bad gear. But there's a lot of okay there, gear. The mediocre gear is yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And and that's not necessarily a dig and that's not mm. a bad thing. Like I I like upgrading guitars and mm-hmm. changing pickups and yeah. pots and stuff. I think that's really fun. But sometimes that can only get you so far. And at the end of the day, you just have to play something that actually inspires you by itself. Yeah. Well, I think that's a it's a it's a noble pursuit. But if I think about like you know how much the guitar costs how much time and effort it's going to be to upgrade it. And then how much money am I going to save versus buying like the good counterpart? Yeah. It's like, if you're not into the, the upgrading part, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. I think it's, that's, it's, it's all about, that's my take on it. It's all about the journey you're willing to go on. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, I agree. There's no reason in, in, in my mind to buy a Squire mm-hmm. Telecaster and put a $50 bridge on it. A hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars set of pickups in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seventy dollars set of two hundred. Just buy a, a Mexican or whatever they are now. It's like a standard Ventura or the one right is below it, that professional. It, I don't know what they. I I can't keep up. The, the whatever the, the the entry level Fender is going to be yeah. a lot better, but even then, you know, the, yeah. part of it is just people like making things theirs. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, you'll never. Unless the guitar is just an anomaly, yeah, you'll never get it beyond what it is, which is you're never going to get it over a certain hump. Yeah, but is that bad gear? Not necessarily. Yeah, but I maybe maybe I, I, I through talking for the past <laughs> forty minutes, I've realized that it's not that I think there's more bad gear or that bad gear has come back into yeah, like like I, after spewing all this nonsense for forty minutes, like where do you kind of like where do you see yourself kind of falling? on this uh topic. I think that they're the the generic gear, the mediocre gear is is more prevalent now. Not prevalent, but the um is taking the place of the bad. The stuff that was bad for the most part. Yes. Entry level pedals, entry level guitars, entry level amps have now become Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Like, passable. Yeah. Much better than what you and I had when we started playing guitar. Yes. Uh, in in a, a, so far ahead of what our parents had. Well, that's. I think that was sort of my take on it when I thought about it. Is I, I do believe that the 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 amount of high quality gear out there is so high. Yeah. Just stuff that it's amazing because the the know how from y'all. You know, guys like yourself who can put something like Mythos Pedals together. <laughs> they, I, I, you know, I got this abomination of a drink oh, that's here. That's the worst drink. Bubbly is not going to be sponsoring our, our podcast any soon. Can, can I see that? Look at this. They're going to do the thing. How do I do this? Oh, there it is. This is this is not good. This is not good, folks. But I'm going to drink is it. it. Lemon. It's lemon sorbet. lemon sorbet bubbly. But I think that like the the my sort of personal take on this is the amount of gear out there that is great mm-hmm. is so there's so much of it that uh... wait 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 <laughs> there's so much of it that's high quality right high quality pedal builders yeah. high quality amp builders you know the high quality guitar builders that it sort of overshadows that there's a lot of mediocre stuff out there. And I think that just like the episode that we did a couple weeks back about the Instagram bubble, most of what we see all day is high-end gear. So we're in this world where it just seems like everything's crazy good and everyone likes everything. So I I think I find myself in that world so much that I'm not – I don't go to Guitar Center 
that much anymore. And Why I not? see a lot of stuff. Well, we, you know, so much fun. We go, we go. So, I mean, I've been with you more than I have been in 20 years. Yeah. <clears throat> Shout out to my Oxnard homies back in the day, which Oxnard. I'd hit Guitar, Guitar Center in Oxnard. But I think that, like, you go there and, and you know, the best pedal there is, a, a, is like Digitech. A that guitar was, center? That was 20 years ago. Oh, 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 oh 20 years ago. You know, yeah. I, and, and that's, and, you know, Bad Monkeys and all that that jazz. But Ooh. yes, Bad Monkeys. But, but what I was going to say, but I think that there's just, that we're top heavy in that way because we're in our bubble and we're seeing things that we're really into and we're seeing all the, the boutique manufacturers and the big guys and custom shop this and all that. And it's all really neat stuff. And you're like, oh, I want this and I want that. And it's cool. And then I kind of like, there's like all this stuff underneath. That I'm not really thinking about that much. I'm going to say something. What? I don't think that the majority of stuff that people think is great. Is that good? Is that good? Now we're getting somewhere. Now we took, like, I hope people are still watching this. Now we're getting somewhere. Probably not. Zach Broyles <laughs> telling it like it is. Well, I mean. And I, what do you mean by that? You mean I, like. Just like, because something is made by a small company. Or a, uh, or even a solitary builder does not make it good, or does not does not mean that they have uh. the ability to make an instrument that is compelling to play, mm-hmm. beautiful to look at, or even sounds good. And this is not I'm not naming names, I'm not pointing fingers. But soon I, as we're off the air, though, man, I'm sure. getting this out but of here. The idea that oh, it's expensive, and look, look at this little company. We it's we, cool. we did that episode. We it absolutely doesn't know. Mean it's good. That does not mean that it's good. But I think that, but I think that, I think that there's like, I think that if you look, I'm, I'm doing it in a comparative. Can I ask you a question real quick? Yes. Why isn't your phone turned off? I don't know. Has it just been sitting open the whole yeah. time? Yeah. Maybe it's because I keep getting, me out. I keep getting messages. Ooh, I got, my dad texts me. Did you see the Ross pedals? <laughs> Come on, dad. You saw them last dad. night when Sweetwater leaked them. I, you told me about them weeks ago. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I didn't know what they looked like. Right? I know you didn't know, but I'm pops. I know everything. I'm I have internet brain. I see everything. Don't immediately. reply to him and let this be. His yes, I'm not going to reply. I'm just going to just ignore it. What were we? Okay, so my point is, is that like if I'm walking into a regular guitar store 20 yeah. years ago, and you know the stuff that I see on the shelf now yeah. versus then, I just think there's the the the. The top tier, there's just there's more stuff. Even if you don't think it's like this stuff is amazing, right? If right. you're going to a store and they've got PRS and they've got like Sir and they've got you know like you know I mean that like, was all there 20 years ago. Well, it was just starting to get like you know 25 years ago. Oh, I was like <laughs> that was only 2003. 2003. You know what I mean though? Like I think that but it's like, you know is but here's a thought. I. Twenty years ago, okay, was an American standard or whatever it was. I think it was American standard. Was that a good guitar? Was that any better or worse uh-huh. than the current American professional? I have no idea because I didn't have one. I had a <laughs> excuse me. I had a. I bought a uh, a Mexican Strat right in 2000, 2000. I had that one. I'm just curious that now I'm thinking. You know, is it like, a better guitar? Like it, we haven't. Everyone talks about it. everything's like so good now, but like were the guitars had, good then? Weren't they were were they bad? Like we're, no, we're Gibson Les Paul standards think, bad. I just think there's more of bad? them. If you want a Les Paul style guitar, or this is way more confusing now because there's just so many of them. Like you <laughs> buy a Callings, or you could buy a PRS, or you could buy a, a Heritage, or you could buy a like. I mean, the, some of that stuff existed. I just feel yeah. like there's more of it now. It's well, it's more in our face because of because of these things. Yeah, and you know about it. Yeah, you know, if you if you had never seen, I mean, I went, to, I Heritage. knew about a lot of that stuff because, like, I knew about. You know, McNaught guitars and McInturf guitars and and Don Grosh and uh, who else? You know, all those guys. Anderson, Anderson because I was on the gear page right. as a youngin, as a young impressionable uh, child who should not have seen all of that. This <laughs> is this bad news over there. Years ago, it's not. <laughs> it's bad you're news. Not, you're not a child. <laughs> it's bad news over there. This set me on some dark paths. The, <laughs> the the point is, is that. I just that that I think that there's a lot of really good gear out there. That's all. I think there's just I, more. I think I, there's more. I definitely I think there's do. an appetite for it. There isn't like the only thing that you can get and the best guitar that you can get is, you know, a custom shop Les Paul or a custom shop, you know, Fender Strat, right? There's a lot more than that. You're saying I don't think that the stuff is that isn't necessarily better than those guitars? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 
And I'm, I'm, my argument isn't necessarily that they're better. I just think that like the top tier is bigger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely it a bigger. Before. There's more options. And yes, that but, is because of our bubble and all the the stuff that we see every day. You know, it is uh-huh. is a is a Collings i35 LC mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that much better than a Gibson Custom 335 reissue. I mean, what's the price difference? Two grand. Uh no, a Collings is going to be like eight thousand. Uh huh. And uh, I thought the custom shop three thirty fives were like like six. No, they're like forty forty six or something like really? that. Really? Or or maybe they're five. I mean, a, a Murphy Lab, sure. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Murphy Lab, yeah. But yeah. like the Murphy Lab in a normal custom shop, the only thing that's different is the finish. Yeah. So the art. The, well, the, now you're talking about something thing is, else. You're talking about like the people's perceived value of the guitars. Well, I, I just, I, it's an interesting thing, and this is a whole other we're episode off the rails. Completely That's okay. It's here, the folks. end. No one's listening. Um, yeah. But it's an interesting idea yeah. that we have all these, you know, boutique brands are mm-hmm. supposedly so good and all that stuff. And I'm not saying that they're bad, but I, I would, I would be curious to actually sit. And spend the time comparing Collings to Gibson or Sir to Fender or mm-hmm. uh, I don't even think PRS really has a comparison. Like, what's what's another guitar that's? I mean, you could compare like a five nine four to a Gibson to a Custom Gibson. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but I don't know. It's an interesting thing. I think there are a few outliers that make some of the best stuff. Period. Mythos being one of them. But uh, <laughs> push that pedals. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I, I, I. So I've turned around, and I don't think there's that much bad stuff, but there's a lot more mediocre and, stuff. Yes, and maybe that's what we're missing too, is just the ability. And mediocre is okay. The ability to say, like, but I think there's, you know, there's enough people out there that are saying like, Average. "Hey, this is fine. Average. Somebody's gonna really like this. It's not for me." Yeah, that's the classic line. Yeah. So where is all the bad gear gone? It's still there. It's still there. It's just, it never left. It's just okay. It's just uh, there's more. There is there is more better gear. More better gear. Yeah, we solved nothing. I hope you enjoyed it. There we go. What uh, else we got? What are you buying? What are you selling? I bought a pedal today on the internet. You did. I forced I did. Him. You forced me to buy it. So it's What'd that it's that ten years pedal mm-hmm. that they that somebody makes. Why is it know. called that? Because it's, it's based on the PV decade. Oh, the decade. I get it now. Yeah, yeah. PV Decade, That's which, 10 years, which my boy Josh from Queens of the Stone Age said a couple years ago that he used on a lot of Queen stuff. You know his name is actually weapon. pronounced Yosh? <laughs> it's Yosh Hummy. <laughs> yes, it's Yosh. So he said that a couple years ago, and then I believe Miss Annie Clark uh, is the one that wanted this built for her so she could have that sound on her pedal board, and they release some occasionally. And I've never even seen it because I, I thought I was a pedal guy, but apparently I'm not. Oh, there's so many. And... I follow a, a guy who runs a, uh, a Josh Homme, uh Instagram account, kind of like cataloging all his gear, f- like in oh, the past yeah. and the tours. You know these guys. Oh yeah, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna follow this because you know I'm I'm hyped about the album cycle. I'm going to see him this weekend and all that. That's and, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah, and he has the pedal on his board. Dang. And I was like, you're gonna play just like him. <laughs> I mean, it's about time, and that's the goal, right? Now, I mean, yeah. I, I always, I obviously always enjoy his tone, and I, the sound clips were fun. They have a very goofy internet presence. This yeah. brand, the videos are goofy, and I thought it was fun. And I was wasn't going to do it, and you said just get it because you're you're a good friend. Why not? Yeah, and I'm selling everything. You are selling everything. I, I have, um, I and posted I'm on Instagram. So hot. It's hot in here. <laughs> so sweaty. Uh, I posted on Instagram. Hey, I'm selling a bunch of personal stuff. Send me a message for a photo and a list because I, I like to curate that stuff. I don't want to post it all everywhere on the internet. Um, so yeah, I've already sold a few things, and I, yeah, I, I may sell the Paul's guitar. It's over there. Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger. Um, it's just a beautiful be- guitar. It's an amazing guitar. I just, I, I just have so good gear much stuff. <laughs> huh? It's good gear. It's good gear. It's great gear. I just have so much stuff, I and, know. I, and I, like. If if somebody said, "Hey, you can go pick out a new," if you got rid of that and you had to get another guitar, what would you get? Well, I had to get another PRS. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go get that one. Yeah, I would get a, a special semi hollow, which is what I have. Yeah, or which or I, a single cut five which, four, which I don't need because I have so many Les Pauls. <laughs> but that's your platform. You like that? You like that guitar? I know. 
snakes yeah. and sparklers. I am man. going to finally, you know, I've been selling some stuff, and I think I'm going to finally get a bunch of stuff up. Yeah. Maybe on reverb. Maybe I'll do the same thing that you did. I got a lot of pedals yeah. over the last 25 years, and I've never sold anything. It's fun. So It's fun doing it that way. And, yeah. and avoiding reverb fees is nice. No offense. Uh, no offense. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell my Firebird. If, if I can't sell it through Carter, yeah, we're going to yeah. take it to Chicago yeah. and do something with it. Oh, yeah. And you'll get to meet us in yeah. Chicago. Well, or at Spicer's. You're going to be at Spicer's. I'll be at Spicer's this weekend. So. Spicer's in Auburn. Auburn, Alabama. Don't wear your Alabama Crimson Tide gear. They don't like them in Auburn. Oh, okay. Rivals. Like, there's too many schools in one state <laughs> for me to follow. People really like their college football. I here. know. They really do. It's yeah. uh, good for them. But, yeah, and then... Uh, Spicers this weekend. Spicers. And then CME, which we will be both at. Yes. So if you're around the Chicagoland area, mm-hmm. you can come meet us. Come uh lots of cool people. Wares. Yeah, yeah lots We're of bringing cool a special pedal that no one's ever seen before. It's well, no, yeah, yeah. No one's ever seen what this looks like before. We're going to bring well, it. Well, yeah. no one's ever seen a Mythos pedal that looks like this before. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, but then our big tease yeah. is... We'll just say it. For all you uh, dedicated listeners of the pod and watchers of the Pedal Pushers, we're going to launch our next pedal on September 1st. And what pedal is that? Figure it out, stupid. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Man, I think we're done. Once you start calling, you know what it is. You know what if it is. You've been paying attention. You know, they what, it know is. what it is. It's I think the... "figure it out, stupid" is one of my favorite <laughs> phrases. He says whenever I ask him a question, like, "Hey, can you kind of he help me get logged into PayPal?" He just says, "Figure it out, stupid," and I'm like, "Okay, I do not." Okay, yeah. I mean, maybe I do. I don't know. It's the tone of your voice. Yeah, well, that's 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 probably it. All go. right. Well. All right. Bye. We solve nothing. Bye.